0: Care has the power to bring kindness where it's needed. It brings out the best in every one of us. It doesn't just see people. It takes time to understand them.
1: It puts the needs of others ahead of its own. And when you start with care,
0: you end up with a very different kind of bank. Truist. Truist Bank Member FDIC. Glad you guys can make me a part of your day. I hope you're doing well and hope you had a great week. This is the show that goes over the latest in health and healing, nutrition, fitness, all the fun things we can do to live a long, happy, and healthy life. This show is for educational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illnesses. So, please consult your physicians when wanting to make major changes or embark on any new health programs. This week, good science we have. First we're going to talk about how fiber and niacin protect against colon inflammation and cancer. We've known for a a while that, you know, high fiber diets actually have a protective effect against colon cancer and just inflammation in general in the colon and your digestive tract well we actually now know the actual science behind it and everything down to the actual receptors and the genes and everything and how that functions so i'm actually going to go over the science on it so you can see exactly how this works because this is new science and this is actually a, a breakthrough so this is good stuff that's from wellness resources then for more mainstream news I'm going to go over how little sugar should you eat in a day. This is going to be uh, pretty significant because people don't realize how much sugar they should actually be eating, plus the fact that they don't know how much sugar is actually in the foods that they're eating in general, and they don't realize that how many foods that they don't think have sugar actually do have sugar. So they're getting more sugar than they actually think about. I mean, it's not just cakes and candy. I mean, it's a lot of other things out there. So this is actually from the World Health Organization. So this is mainstream news. This was out of uh, USA Today. And um, so we'll talk about uh, from an actual 2,000 calorie diet, how much sugar you should actually be having to stay healthy. Then from Dr. McCola. We're going to talk about studies. New studies show how eating slowly benefits your health and your waistline. Now, you may think, well, you know, we've heard some of this stuff before, and it's true that it has been preached before. But now we're going to go into more of the science on eating slowly and how how much it actually benefits you as far as weight goes. But not only just weight, just health in general, and because um, there's a lot more science and there's a lot more studying that goes beyond uh, you know that goes behind it not just you know just eating slowly in general this it actually has to do with your hormones and it actually has to do with how your signaling works in your body there's a lot of mechanisms that goes into it so we'll go over that then our focus this week is going to be on the amazing health benefits of goji berries many of you may have heard of goji berries, some of you may have not Um, they're actually becoming more popular probably within the last few years because they have been added to many different types of powders, they've been added to you know there's new supplements that have come out with goji berries in it very very beneficial stuff but they're very very high on the antioxidant list so we're going to go over exactly what they do, where they're from and um, why you should incorporate these into your diet as well because it's they're very very healthy so that's gonna be on tap for this week we got a lot of information uh, to share with you so let's get started first from wellness resources this is high fiber and niacin protect against colon inflammation and cancer now this uh was actually out of the medical college of georgia at georgia regent's university and they did a study on this this is this is i think really really key stuff here apparently uh they they did they did a study regarding niacin and fiber because when, uh, put it this way, the, the friendly fi- the friendly flora, okay, in your digestive tracts, uh, when it ferments with the fiber that you consume, it actually uh, starts producing a short chain fatty acid called butyrate, okay, that's B-U-T-Y-R-A-T-E. Now butyrate is a powerful signaling nutrient, okay, so it interacts in a beneficial way with multiple points of your, your human genome. Now the reason that this is important because a receptor on your dig- uh, on digestive immune cells called GPR-109, which, you know, is just really a name for this thing needs to be activated in turn causing immune cells to make large amounts of anti-inflammatory compounds that protect the digestive lining from inflammation and cancer. Well it turns out that niacin and the butyrate that's activated from the fiber actually are key activators of this GPR109 receptor. So in turn, once this GPR-109 receptor is activated, then immune cells in your digestive tract produce inflammation-reducing signals as well as improve the function of T cells for a generally more efficient immune response. So what does this mean in lay language? It means that if you're ingesting a good amount of fiber, okay, and, I, and, I've, and I've talked about ingesting a lot of fiber in your diet regularly I recommend at least at least 35 to 40 grams of fiber per day and most people are not getting that in their diets these days anyway but I suggest at least 35 to 40 grams of fiber maybe even more depending on if you're dealing with any kind of intestinal issues Uh, It could be diverticulitis, uh, diverticulosis, it could be some kind of inflammation, constipation, all those types of things. So you should bring your fiber up even more than that. But if you are consuming a good amount of fiber, that fiber will in turn uh, create what's called butyrate, or in other words, it's butyric acid, okay, it's also called. And that actually, uh, that actually... um, uh, creates a signaling gene in your body, which is GPR 109, that actually helps to reduce inflammation and reduce colon cancer risk. Okay? So you need that. You need that. This is the actual molecule that's going on. Also niacin has been shown to activate this as well. Okay. So it's uh, niacin is obviously one of your B vitamins. Okay, so it's very important as well. So you can get niacin in your you know let's just say a um, a good multivitamin you can get a good amount of niacin and then on top of that make sure you're getting enough fiber because when this gene is activated you're talking about literally reducing your risk of colon inflammation, colon cancer, all different types of di- uh, digestive tract problems and colon issues very very huge very huge okay this is this is this is big time stuff here okay so to protect your colon you need this receptor to be activated and the way it's activated is by fiber and butyrate okay through niacin and butyrate and fiber so you know the the study highlights a a new understanding of how uh, friendly flora which is you know um, what you have in your digestive tract, okay, your your friendly your friendly bacteria in your digestive tract, how that and fiber, as well as nice, and help to protect your your gastrointestinal tract from harm. So when all those things mix together, you get this this you know this nice uh, uh, how could I say this um, you get this this synergistic um, turning on of nutrients. An activation of nutrients that actually helps protect your genome because you have to remember that 80% of your di- uh, of your immune system is in your digestive tract to begin with. So this is huge stuff here. So make sure you're getting high fiber, make sure you're getting niacin, make sure you're getting good probiotics, make sure you're getting that on a daily basis to help protect yourself from inflammation and cancer. Huge stuff here. Okay, next from mainstream science, and this is from the World Health Organization, how little sugar should you be eating every day, okay, now added sugar intake, and I'm reading this verbatim here, added sugar intake should be less than 10% of your total calories a day, and consuming less than 5% of total calories from added sugars provides additional health benefits, and this is from study now from the World Health Organization, now, here's the thing the average consumer or the av- you know the average american consumes on average 15% or more of their daily calories from added sugars that's about 300 calories a day and this is based on a two, 2000 calorie diet okay so you know these guidelines come on the heels of a recent study that showed that consuming too much sugar and too much added sugars increase your risk of death from heart disease and we know that, okay. Other research has tied a high intake of added sugars, especially sugared sweetened beverages to all different types of conditions from high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, risk factors from heart disease and stroke and all those types of things. Now you have to understand that added sugars include table sugar, brown sugar, high fructose corn syrup, maple syrup, honey, molasses and other caloric sweetened uh, sugars. In prepared and processed foods, you also have to understand that there are many sugars that are added to foods that you don't think have sugar in it. For example, much uh, uh for example, one tablespoon of ketchup contains around one teaspoon of sugar. Now, how many of you actually knew that? Okay, there's other foods they contain sugar as well that you may not know about it and and, and added sugars as well so yes high fructose corn syrup uh, you know, table sugar and all these you know artificial sweeteners and those types of things are you know are bad okay obviously you want to try to get those out of your diet but in general you ha- wanna watch your sugar intake it should be at least at least 10 percent if not 5 percent of your daily calorie intake now You know, it says here that consuming 5% of calories from added sugar is a realistic is a realistic goal for Americans, but a challenging one given that the amount of added sugar in prepared foods I mean is, you know, considering there's so much added sugar in these prepared foods and most people are eating processed foods, things you put in the freezer you know a lot of that has added sugars as well okay so and it says that our research has shown that added sugar was in seventy five percent of all consumer packaged foods and beverages also including your fruit juices everything from those packaged fruit juices that kids drink nowadays even from your sugary drinks from your um your uh all you know all those different types of fruit juices that have all these added stuff in it a lot of kids drink these things you want to try to stay away from those okay or limit the consumption of those because literally one one eight ounce glass of that can contain you know up to 40 grams of sugar i've seen on that so um, reduce your sugar as much as possible and again it's not just cakes and cookies read the labels as much as possible because you will realize that there's a lot of sugars in it if you don't see a lot of sugar but you see high fructose corn syrup you know it's still going to be a problem okay so this is this is good information from the world health organization that um that you know people should really be be you know heeding this warning also sweetened breakfast cereals are huge on that I would say 95 percent of the breakfast cereals that are out there are not good too much sugar, too much you know high fructose corn syrup too much of all that garbage in it there are some good cereals especially the hot cereals that are better for you I would suggest if you want to consume a good cereal maybe a hot cereal like a uh, like an oatmeal, an organic oatmeal. They have really great organic oatmeals out there with hardly any sugar in it. And if you want to, if you want to put a little sweetener in it, take some stevia, put some stevia in it, and you're good to go. Okay, that's that's one of my favorite meals in the morning, besides my protein shake, and uh, it keeps you full. You get a little bit of that sweetener in it. And you, you know, you get a nice breakfast with some, you know, uh, with some with some good stuff in it. So. Again, things that you have to be uh, aware of, uh, 5 to 10% of your sugar intake daily, uh, you know, that's where it should come from. Okay, next, from Dr. McCola. Studies show that eating more slowly benefits your health and waistline. Here's the issue, and, and I've talked about this in the past on this show. Most people eat way too fast now we're in a society now where everything is so fast that people don't sit down and have you know they don't sit down and have time to enjoy their meal talk with their friends and families um and just and just be a part of the celebration of a meal you know and and again i used to be guilty of this in the past and i had to consciously change that behavior because i realized that you know people now sitting there watching tv eating their meal i you know I see people eating their meals while they're driving their cars. I've seen people eating their meals while they're on the, on the uh, on the trains on their way to work and the buses on the way to work. You know, I've seen people eating their meal as they're on their computer or you know are texting somebody, not paying attention to what they're eating, not being mindful of what they're eating, and then they eat so fast, and then they get up and they do their thing. How you know? First of all, how is your body going to digest this meal? Think about it. Your body, you know, you're not giving your body the proper time and the proper energy to digest this meal. You're not giving yourself the proper time to enjoy this meal. And if you keep eating this way, okay, you're, 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 you're totally screwing things up and you're, you're giving, you're not giving your time for the full signal to actually reach your brain. Now, there was a latest study here and it illustrates the importance of slowing down your eating. This appeared in the January 2014 issue of the Journal of the American, of the, I'm sorry, the Journal of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. The research found that you may consume fewer calories over the course of a meal when you eat slowly. Now they did a study here, and both groups consumed fewer calories during the meal when they ate slowly, but for the normal weight group the difference was greater. The normal weight group consumed 88 fewer calories during the slow meal, and the overweight group consumed 58 fewer calories. Okay, so this was this was one th- one thing. Now this is what they're realizing. Okay, so I'm going to go over this um, this type of stuff. This is what they're realizing. They're realizing that the faster you eat, okay, the more num- number one, the more you eat. you have to remember. It gives your your, your body takes roughly. 15 to 20 minutes to get a full signal. So if your if your hormones are working properly, leptin, which is the hormone that comes out of your fat, goes to your brain and gives you the full signal. Okay, it gives you the, and it tells your it tells your subconscious brain how much energy you've got on hand. If you've got enough, and then that will in turn give your body enough of the of uh, it will communicate to the cells to make sure that you have enough proper energy to run your metabolism and to do what you need to do. Okay when you eat too quickly what happens is you're not giving your uh, your body enough time for that signal to reach your brain okay so number one it's gonna make you it's gonna make you eat more than what you should and uh... that causes a problem because if you're eating more than what you should on a regular basis eventually a couple of things are gonna happen if you keep constantly doing this number one you're gonna start There's a possibility you can start bringing up your triglycerides because you're eating more than what you need. You're storing, you know, and your body's gonna end up in more of a storage mode than a burning mode. If your triglycerides go up, you're gonna start to block your leptin signaling. You're gonna start to mess around with these hormones that are supposed to be signaling your body so it can give you the signal when to stop eating. And if you start to become leptin-resistant, which happens to people who eat way too much, what happens is the signal, your leptin signal uh, stops to get into your brain and um, and you start to get less and less of that full signal it takes longer to get that full full signal so you're going to eat more and more what's going to happen is eventually you're going to get a full signal from a from your stomach which is actually so full because it can't handle anymore but by that time you've gone way past the actual signal that you're supposed to get so what happens your body's gonna take the extra calories that it doesn't need and it's gonna start storing them into the fat. And then you end up in this vicious cycle. Okay? So what you need to do is to start eating more slowly to give your body enough time to get into that full to, to, to get those full signals that, that you know that, that you're supposed to have. So what I would suggest is you eat, you know, you chew your food properly. You eat slowly, put down your fork, swallow it, and then go again. People, what they do is they stuff food into their mouth, and then already they're starting to stuff the next bite into their mouth when they haven't even chewed the last, the last amount of food in their mouth. This happens all the time. I've seen this with many, many people. So, another thing you need to do, you need to chew your food properly. Okay, Most people, because again, they're in a rush, they chew so fast and they're not, they're not chewing their food properly. Now here's a few things that you need to know about chewing, Okay, and the benefits of chewing properly. Okay, Number one, signaling. Chewing, se- chewing sends vital signals to your body to start preparing for digestion. Chewing starts the secretion of hormones, activates taste receptors, and prepares your stomach lining for secretion of hydrochloric acid, which obviously helps to digest your food. Also, it helps with digestion in general. Okay, your food gets more exposure to your saliva, which contains digestive enzymes necessary for the first phase of digestion. Okay, this also helps to lubricate your food. Okay, so it's easier when it goes down. Also, uh, um, chewing helps to, chewing relaxes the pylorus. Now, the pylorus is a muscle at the base of your stomach that controls the passage of food into your small intestine. Okay? Saliva helps the pylorus to operate with ease. So this helps this whole transition of the food going down. Chewing also helps with dental health. Chewing strengthens your teeth and your jaw. Helps to prevent plaque buildup and tooth decay. And chewing helps with bacteria. Chewing discourages foodborne bacteria from entering your gut uh, on a plus size food particle. Okay? So overgrowth of you know detrimental bacteria in your gut may lead to gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, cramping, and other digestive problems. Well chewing will help with that as well. So making sure that you're chewing your food properly and enough times is going to be a big deal in this whole process of digestion because you have to remember digestion starts in the mouth. It does not start in the stomach, it starts in the mouth because your mouth secretes the amylase enzymes to help to start to break down the food in general. That's where it starts. This is all signaling. Your, your body works on a process of signaling. So you have to help it by making sure you're eating slowly and that you're chewing properly, okay? And then when you're eating put the cell phones away, put the computers away, concentrate on eating and this is going to help you overall, especially if you're dealing with weight issues, if you're dealing with, uh, you know, this is going to start to help to normalize your weight, put it that way, okay? Uh, So these are things to think about, especially if you're dealing with whether it's insulin resistance, high blood pressure, weight problems, metabolic syndrome, all these types of things. Just changing the way you eat, besides changing your diet, will have a profound effect on your, on your, you know, on the whole health of your body, especially if you're dealing with those issues. Things to bear in mind. Okay, next, uh, the amazing health benefits of goji berries, and this is from Natural News, this is going to be our focus this week, goji berries, let's talk a little bit about how, you know, what are goji berries and how beneficial are they, they are native to southeastern Europe and Asia, and they are characterized by their bright orange-red color and raisin-like shape, they actually come from plants, There's certain plants that are that are native to these uh, to these um, uh, areas of the world. Now they have been cultivated in Asia for about two thousand years, and they've been nicknamed red diamonds due to their usual high nutritional value. And they've actually been used in traditional Chinese medicine for many, 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 many years. Okay, and they're known as superfruits. Now, let's talk about the health benefits of goji berries. First of all, they are antioxidant rich. Okay. They're excellent sources of antioxidants such as polyphenols, flavonoids, cardanoids, vitamin A and C and E. They contain approximately 500 times more vitamin C per weight than an orange and considerably more beta-carotene than carrots. How about that? And, well, even better they have an ORAC score for those of you who don't know what ORAC is it's oxygen radical absorbance capacity which is basically the strength of the actual antioxidant when it enters your system the ORAC score is 3290 okay so you know a lot of these a lot of these antioxidants are measured by their ORAC capacity so this is a very high ORAC capacity for these antioxidants. okay so they help to neutralize the damaging effects of free radicals, of all different types of inflammation in your body, degenerative diseases such as uh, rheumatoid arthritis, Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's disease, and even some types of cancer, okay. Next, they help to prevent vision loss. Now according to a study published in 2005 from the British Journal of Nutrition, goji berries contain properties that prevent risk of vision loss, okay, what they did was they fed, they fed 14 healthy volunteers a serving of 15 grams of goji berries daily for 28 days while comparing their blood levels of 13 control volunteers. After 28 days the volunteers who consumed the fruit, uh, fruits experiencing, experienced uh, significantly raised zeaxanthin levels in the blood. Now zeaxanthin is an antioxidant present in goji berries that helps with eyesight. Okay. So if you're suffering from eyesight issues or if you want to just keep your try to keep your eyesight intact make sure you're getting more goji berries in your diet. Another thing that goji berries do improve male fertility. They've been long considered a male aphrodisiac in China and they are doing more studies to show that. Actually according to a Chinese study published in July 2006 uh, rats were fed goji berries they maintained testicular function when subjected to heat. The researchers found that that uh they contain uh certain constituents in goji berries related uh regulated the release of sexual hormones, boosted hormone levels and improved the quality and the quantity of sperm in male rats. Very interesting. And goji berries are best known for their antioxidant activity. So they also contain an impressive number of vitamins and minerals in general. They also contain 11 essential vitamins 22 trace minerals, including 24% of the recommended daily uh, allowance of potassium, 18% of the recommended daily allowance of zinc, and a whopping 100% of, of the uh, recommended daily intake of iron, copper, and riboflavin. Okay? They also contain 8 polysaccharides and a good source of fiber. So, very, 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 very good... Uh, profile for goji berries and making sure they, they're a part of your diet is, is key. Now you can find goji berries most health most health food stores will have them. Uh, another place you can get them again what I like to get them in is the super, superfood powders. Uh, there are many superfood powders out there when you when you make your protein shakes in the morning uh, may, you you can find goji berries in many of those superfood powders in very high concentrations, and they're very bioavailable because they're in powder form. Also, you can find them in capsule form. Many, many supplement companies have goji berries as part of caps uh, you know as far as their capsule forms and stuff like that. Um, they do have a bit of a bitter taste, so you got to be careful. They can be very strong. but again, very, very powerful, powerful, Uh, nutrients so make sure you can you know make them as part of your diet as well Uh, again in powder form is probably one of the best ways to get it but I would definitely suggest you get goji berries because uh, they're just great for you alright okay so that's pretty much it for this week Uh, again if you have a question for me you can go to georgebatista.com if you want to do some consulting with me I have some packages there you can uh, check them out Contact me. Be happy to work with you on a regular basis, which I do regularly with people. So, again, uh, again, have a great week. Uh, take care of yourselves. And uh, spring is coming soon. Just keep that in mind. Uh, until I speak with you again, take care and be well.
1: If he's got Geico, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But like a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. Geico will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too.
0: So the gazelle gets his car fixed
1: and everything. Wow.
0: Nature is so cool.
1: Geico. Great service, without all the drama. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the Adizero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods, Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today.
0: Pet food bags are covered in pretty pictures of healthy food, but the highly processed pellets inside are far from it. Make the switch to the farmer's dog. It's real food, made fresh and delivered right to your door. The Farmer's Dog worked with top vets to create ready-to-serve meals using fresh, human-grade meat and vegetables. They contain everything your dog needs to stay healthy, and nothing they don't. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash listen to save 50% on your first box with free shipping. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen.